0: Welcome to Real Talk with Sudhania. My guest today is Shanita Durga. She's a powerhouse of duality. Boxing and dancing are her things. She's a travel junkie and a peace warrior. In this episode, she shared something very personal. In fact, first time ever in a public platform. I'm way beyond touched by her personal story. It has so much power and courage. And with a lot of gratitude, I welcome you to... Real Talk with Sudhanya. Welcome, Shinita. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, you are. It's an honor for me because I look at your pictures. You're so cool with your bike and the boxer gloves. And still you carry this feminine energy. It's I was so drawn to, you know, um, uh, invite you. I know that we met through our through this accountability team that uh, Nicolin had, who is my coach, by the way, and uh, there we met. And since then, I follow you on social
1: media and I had this whole urge to invite you. Yeah. And it it feels so right when we spoke on the phone. I thought, yeah, this feels so aligned right now. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. So
0: thank you for joining. Um You spoke about uh, something that intrigued me in your introduction was uh, the topic of peace warrior and the wounded healer. Yeah. What's the truth behind it?
1: I love how we deep dive straight (laughs) away. (laughs) Peace warrior. Well, I think... um, I've got this vision. I think it's sh- it would be so beautiful if we live in a world where people are healed, and when they move from a healed heart, yeah. Because when you move from a wounded heart, you think differently, you speak differently, you act differently, you feel differently, mm. and it feels as my task to heal, mm. and it feels as my mission to well it. Yeah, it feels as my mission to bring back truth in people,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because when you're living from an open wound,
0: mm.
1: you're not you're not living the truth, and the, the the power of the truth is that you're not living in a lie. Mm. And um, and it feels as also my calling to help other people heal. Mm. And uh, because I have faced my own demons and I've st- I've d- dealt with issues in life, um, I am, like, my heart is healing more and more and more mm. and more. And especially the past few years, I've done some deep, serious, deep, deep dives. Mm. Um, so peace warrior, yeah, I'm, like, on one hand, I'm a fighter and on one hand, I am a pleaser that was actually the old version of me. It's still in there, but I don't act on it anymore. So that's the big difference. So that's a wounded healer for me. Wow,
0: that's so beautiful. And somebody who's willing to, has already looked into her demons. Shall we meet the demons? Mm, (laughs) Let's go for it.
1: They are all in line.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So tell me about... um, you know, you, sp- you spoke about healing, but healing comes second once we actually know our uh, wounds.
1: Mm-hmm. What was your wound? What is your wound? Yeah. Um, well, I was uh, born in Amsterdam mm-hmm. and I lived in Amsterdam with my, uh, with my biological parents and my brother. And I say biological parents because they didn't raise me from the, from the age of 6 mm-hmm. Um, what I remember from that time is that, well, it was all negative and my dad caused that situation pretty much Mm -hmm. all the time. So what I remember is, um, that he was abusive towards my mom. Mm. Um, I cannot remember that he was abusive towards my brother and me, but Mm. he was the one who, um called in you know the energy of madness and nastiness and you just like when he was um, happy mm. that was the moment I was very aware and on my toes mm. because that could just you know mm. go the other way um and the thing that I had has had a big imprint on me and still has I have okay. to say Um, is that I remember like my mom and dad, they were fighting often. And then um, I didn't know that back then, but I heard that like last year or so that my mom divorced my dad. Mm. And because it was not safe, my family, they changed the locks and everything. Uh, But somehow he got in and at a night, um, my brother and I, we were playing upstairs. We were on the floor. Um, and we heard my mom screaming and that was, that was different from all those other times, you know, Mm. this was like, I looked at my brother and I thought this is real. And then we went down and we saw how my dad murdered my mom.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. And I just, at that moment, I, I could not believe it was happening. I just could not believe it was happening. You were six. Yes, I was six and I remember everything very vividly as well. And my, my brother called uh, 911 mm-hmm. and my dad left. And I saw my mom dying in front of my eyes. Wow. So that, that's, that's, I know it's very extreme and very heavy, but that's the wound. Yeah.
0: That's an extreme wound. Yeah. And first of all, thank you so much for sharing. This is, I did not expect it. And uh, what what was your memory of your mom? Do you remember her during the last moments or till you were six?
1: Um, what I remember, not too much, to be mm. honest, but I do remember that she, um, she was doing her best, like trying yeah. all she could do for us. Mm. And um, also... Kind of covering up all the shit things, shitty things mm. my dad did, mm. um, and just mm. very loving, mm. and also a bit rebellious. I mm. think, yeah, mm. that's that's what I am too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and she wanted to participate in things, you know, at school or or, or things we did. But my my dad always wanted her to ha- to have her at home, or she. He didn't want her to go out or possessive. be involved. very possessive. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yes, like... Um, the vibe I get from it is, like, a bit adventurous. Like, mm-hmm. a bit like, okay, let's go out, but feeling trapped kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I want to maybe discuss a bit more about it. But after that event, you the uh, rest of your life uh, how how were
1: you born and br- brought up in foster homes um, yeah so that night I remember that the police came because my my brother called 911 and um, they told us we had to come with them and I remember that moment that I, I had my toothbrush in my hand and I thought oh yeah if, if we're not gonna sleep at home then I need to bring my toothbrush and um We lived for about six months at the teacher of my brother's. Mm. And she used to be my favorite teacher (laughs) Um, because they had to find a good place for us to stay, right? Mm. And then um, uh, we got into, uh, well, my foster parents, they they brought brought me up. Um, So it was very weird because when I was six, I suddenly had like, White parents, that's mm. really weird. Mm. But um, as of today, mm. like my foster parents, I never call them foster parents. They are my parents. Mm. And I've got such a beautiful relationship wow. with both of them. Yeah. It's really, really amazing. Like I'm so, so grateful that they came into my life. And that, mm. um, like I, w- I would have never been the person I am today mm. without them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very wow. grateful.
0: Wow. And did, they, did that help you to, you know, heal from the trauma or run away from the trauma? Or how, the, how did this new relationship help you? Because both are help.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, the first thing that pops up uh, in my mind is they provided a safe environment for mm-hmm. me. mm mm-hmm. Like I could be just me. Mm. And I, you know, I was always drawing and listening to Kids for Kids. It's called in Dutch, Kinderen voor Kinderen. Mm. But I was like, Mm. um, I was just really, I mean, it had, it had two sides. I felt really happy and safe and comfortable. Uh, but also, it was weird, mm-hmm. you know, when I went to school and my dad, you know, brought me or my mom brought me, I was so conscious, like, okay, they are white, I'm not, what will people say, what will people, what will children ask me, you know, mm-hmm. my ru- my uh, classmates? And um, I even remember that I asked my parents, like, okay, if we're going on the bicycle, mm-hmm. can you just, you know, not dropped me in front of school so mm. at the roundabout my, my dad went back and mm. I turned right and you know mm. and because they understood that I didn't explain why but they did understand and um um yeah. also I remember I went uh, many times on camps you know yeah. like uh for kids and stuff and then one time uh, my mom picked me up and we had a great week and all activities and everything and there was this girl I didn't really like her Mm. but she she was standing there she's looking at me like and looking at my mom's like is that your mom and and Mm. I wanted to be loyal to my mom Mm. but I also wanted to be a bit like tough-ish like Mm. towards her and I said yeah kind of Mm. and (laughs) And I always, I always, I talked about it to the mom when I was older. And she said, no, girl, it's fine. Like, don't feel bad you about felt guilty it. For yeah, I felt not- guilty for saying that. And she was like, no, don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all okay. But I, I was really like in uh, this inner conflict, Yeah, you know? So yeah, the safe space, that's, that's one thing. And the other thing was like, okay, I felt ashamed mm. And I wanted uh, to avoid that people um, were going to ask me questions because that brings me right back into the pain. And Mm. I didn't want to go there. Mm. So I always kind of kept this wall, like, Mm, don't go there. So also the question, if people ask me, like, hey, what's your roots? Mm. I always had this pitch ready, like, I'm uh, 100% Dutch and my favorite... uh, uh, my favorite meal is stamped-on diven with speckjes. You know what that is? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Messed potatoes with lettuce and, uh, and meat. And um, like, I don't like spicy food and da 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 da. You know, it's like, I almost say with this kind of pitch, I, I said, shut up, <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to, yeah. You know, that's also true. There
0: is nothing wrong in it. But also, it's very evident. From the color, it's very evident that, yeah, yeah, that's not 100%.
1: It had, yeah, it had two sides. And I was, I was said, like, I've traveled a lot and I was said, yeah, I'm Dutch as hell, la la la. You know, people move around (laughs) and just stay away from the
0: pain. Yeah. And just for the audience, uh, you have a Suriname background Mm -hmm. uh, by ethnicity. And uh, I know from Suriname, there is a lot of, Indians who had traveled many, many two hundred years back, maybe. Oh, I,
1: you know, I yeah. don't know yeah. that at I all. But f- it's true. Like my roots is Indian yeah, ethnicity. Yes. Yeah. Um. So my my mom and dad they were born and raised in Suriname. Mm-hmm. My uh, grandma and grandpa as well, and their parents they come from India. Mm. So it's mm-hmm. a few generations back. Also, another a lie I have told. Mm many people mm. <laughs> is that I'm third generation Dutch. Mm. That was part of that um, pitch mm. because I didn't want to explain anything. I just thought like, if I'm going to say I'm third generation Dutch, people would understand I'm Dutch. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, I've been, I've been living in a lie um, quite a long time to protect myself. Yeah. Yeah. And is, or spreading a lie, I have to say, Not <laughs> believing it, yeah. To yourself. Uh
0: and and uh you're a coach and I see mm-hmm. that you have this um also a very strong masculine side of you, like the boxer in you, the motorbiker in you. Is that something also you developed um growing up to embrace and you know be? I don't know, more Dutch or more different or just stand out overdoing and achieving and uh, being this more and trying to prove yourself?
1: That's 100% right. I thought because of what happened, there mm. was something wrong with me. That was a very strong limiting belief. And I thought, shh. No one should ever hear about this. So I always carried this huge secret hmm. with me. Cause I thought if you know, then you think something is wrong with me. And I don't want that.
0: Yeah, you might think that what happened to your mom was because of
1: you. Um no, actually I th- I just thought at first, uh like pretty much my whole life, I thought um because If I tell you, Mm. you will think that "Ah, there's something wrong with me Mm. or I'm like scarred and I'm like, uh, you know. You're wanting sympathy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also I thought they would think that there's like I couldn't function well, Mm. that I'm not good enough, that I'm weird or not weird, but that that I'm not good enough. Mm. something Um, wrong with you there's something yeah for what but but i like i couldn't do anything about it it Mm. had nothing to do with me Mm -hmm. and later Mm. um actually this year it got confirmed by family um biological family um and i heard it a few years before from my foster parents as well that my dad has had always told everyone that i'm not his daughter and that's that that's the reason why he did what he did. But oh. he is my biological dad. Mm. So he, he got so trapped in own stories or making up something, mm. uh, that that's the, that's the lie what he believed or spread it. Mm. Um, wow. And, and you know, energy doesn't lie. So I've always felt like- Not wanted. Not wanted and I have to fight for my place. I have mm. to fight for my spot in the world. Mm um yeah and about what you said the the coping mechanism Mm. because of what I had experienced I agreed with myself on the following and that is you know what there's nothing wrong with me and I'm going to show the whole world that there's nothing wrong with me Mm. and um Uh, how that acted out was overachieving and overcompensating and overdoing it and almost like screaming for acknowledgement and screaming like believing that i need to perform to be loved or acknowledged or appreciated uh, or accepted yeah um and you know, I've got so much love and so much acknowledgement in my life, like yeah. from my foster parents, from from family, from people around me, from school, teacher, but it was never enough. So it was never enough, just mm-hmm. overdoing it, yeah. overdoing it. Yeah. I, I totally resonate with that
0: energy because I also had it. I totally had it yeah. because of my childhood that mm-hmm. I felt I need to prove that, okay, I don't have you know, the same traits as my parents or the, you know, the negative, Mm. whatever. First of all, being in this complete denial and blame mode and trying to prove that, oh, I can be manly. I can be, you know, prove it all. I can be so daring. I can be so brave Mm. and, and, and to be honest, that gave a lot of big benefits.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it, it has literally saved you. Yeah, it has it saved, saved me as so, well. Yeah. So it, it had a purpose. Because yeah. otherwise we wouldn't be here sitting to yeah. each other and smiling and <laughs> yeah. be able it to talk about saved. it. Yeah. yeah. It has
0: that coping, that facade has helped. But it's not a sustainable
1: way of being yeah you can manage you can hold on to that for many many years but at a certain time you just feel okay repressing recovering avoiding it's gonna eat you from the inside yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah and you cannot have these authentic meaningful deep intimate relationship with yourself so forget about with others exactly so right now the society is suffering with relationships and you know, I really want to get into more about the wounded, masculine and feminine, because I hear that, okay, you are doing this brilliant uh, job of, of breaking the pattern of a family, you know, of of that part as well. But the thing is, at the end, the facade helped. So it's really beautiful message that i'm learning right now is to be thankful to that facade yeah that it saved us that at the same time whe- when it's not needed Surfing anymore, anymore.
1: Yeah. to remove it and to to plan, face it
0: to face it and grow from it to
1: become a more
0: authentic and more beautiful you and break the patterns
1: yeah yeah exactly Exactly. I think it's uh, very important for people to acknowledge that part mm. as well, because mostly people just want to fix things, right? Mm-hmm. But a
0: solution mode. Yeah, yeah
1: solution yeah. mode, and that's that's a logical way of mm-hmm. approaching it. But um, there's so much more value value in actually opening your eyes, seeing what's there, embracing it, and move on, make different choices.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah.
1: So when you realized
0: when you consciously looked into what has really happened and you opened your wound to face it what was
1: what was your process what was your process to deal with this yeah so I've been, I'm, I'm like hyper-conscious. <laughs> like <laughs> I've got a lot of head knowledge, right? Mm. And um, so you you grow older, mm. you turn older, and you're getting more and more conscious of what you think, how you feel, how you act, what you do, you know, all those things. And that's a very frustration, frustrational thing to mm. point to be at. Um, and you know, I can function very well mm. and I'm happy. That's just mm. who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, all goes well, but because you're not facing it like right into it, mm. you're not going right into it because you were never able to, or you never knew like, oh, I sh- should should do something with it, you know? Mm. Um, then you, I, I came to this point and actually it's not too long ago, uh, when I dove right into it because mm. I've done a lot of inner work, because mm. um, I'm not, I don't shy away from looking myself in the eyes and 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 just dive right into it. Yeah. But the deepest dive I've done, I think, yeah, it was October first of October last year. Mm. This is a this is a special moment. I'm gonna tell you. Mm. Um I tend to go uh, to the ocean often with a friend of mine, you know, mm. t- just for the um, uh, training your immune system and, mm. you know, get into the cold water and mm. all those things, uh, physical, mentally, it's it's so good for you. Um, mm. And then on Friday morning, we were supposed to go to the ocean and uh, do a dive. And my friend, she texted me the night before, she said, ah, I'm not feeling it today. Or, I'm not feeling it Now I'm going to skip tomorrow. I was like, yeah, totally cool. I was awake very early in the morning. So I drove in my car to the ocean, to the beach. And it was like 5.30 in the morning or 6 o'clock, I don't know and it was dark, and it was rainy, and it was windy, and I went down the beach, and I thought, oh, if people are seeing me, they they think I would, you know, do something, or like, Mm. or that that there's something wrong with me, Mm. (laughs) but I went down the beach, and um, I uh, took off my onesie, I was wearing my swimsuit, and at that moment, because I felt, I felt broken, Mm. I felt like, like I said, I can function very well, but I felt broken from the inside, and I just dropped down on my knees and i I looked towards the towards the sky mm-hmm. uh, and i f- before that, I started getting I just want to do some voice liberation, right because mm. when can you do that mm. like when I'm riding my motorcycle, sometimes I do that, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. I sing or I scream or I'm laugh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't say anything, but um. So first I did that and then I fell down on my knees and I just faced the sky like the heaven. And I, I didn't associate it with God or anything, Mm. but like the higher force. And I was like, I don't even know if I said it out loud or in my mind, but I was like, help me. I don't know what to do anymore. I have tried everything. Show me the way. Like I'm, I'm surrendering. Mm. I don't know. Show me the way I'm here. I will listen like breathe like that, that there was not a, a rawer version of me than that i could feel it yes <laughs> and after that i feel so like push i feel so so good you know yeah. um i even recorded a video on instagram about like breaking patterns and you know the voices in your head like you don't want to go and like it had nothing to do with what i just did but like just going into the water and facing your demons and the voices and but from that moment, mm. things started to change rapidly. Wow. In in a sense of um I I always wanted to stay away from family, right? Mm. And because of the whole situation in my past, um the the youth agency who placed us at our foster parents, they um Kept also the family away from us because it was not safe. Your they biological were bile- family. Yeah, yeah, sorry, mm. good, yeah. yeah. Um, because they were also scared that we were going to be kidnapped and all those things. So a mm. lot of um, mm. fear around that.
0: So and at this point of time, from the age of six, you had never faced your biological even family. Whole family
1: no one no one no one but there was this niece from my mom's side hmm. she had contacted contacted me about 12 years ago on hives okay <laughs> you know with that cool banana <laughs> 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 i always have to think about the banana when i think about hives um and she found she found my email address, and I, 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 I she wrote me a letter, and she asked me for my number, and I, without thinking, I gave her my number, and then she started calling. But everything, like in my in my body, was like, oh, this is scary. But she was very sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. So we called two times, I think, and then her niece, uh, her sister, she was also she was visiting her, and she spoke to me, and she was so. I felt so welcome. She was like, yeah, but for family and let's meet and da da And I felt her love, you know, from wow. both of my nieces. But I told her, because back then I was studying. Mm. And and I told her, like, I don't feel like, not yet, you know, mm. but I will tell you when I'm ready. Or And, and she was like, yes, I, all the time you need. And, um, and this
0: was 12 years back. Yes. Okay.
1: And she found me on Facebook and she always sent sent me hearts and kisses and birthday wishes. (laughs) And in the past few years, I kind of opened that door and I started a little bit, bit by bit, talking, Mm. you Mm. know, sending Mm. her some things. And then after the 1st of October last year, um, I I went to the beach for a walk with uh, a friend of mine. Mm. He used to train me as well. He Mm. Um, he's into self development and he um his tool is the sword like the japanese mm. oh uh, wow yes yeah, beautiful beautiful art and 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 i i asked him like well we were talking and he he said you know what go to Suriname mm. and a pattern of mine is to run away during christmas new years and my birthday mm. cuz it's I, it was always like, yeah, I love adventure and the winter uh, uh, and, uh, you know, self-development It's good for me. But it's actually, to be honest, it was running away because these kind of days you spend with family, right? Yeah, it's get confronted that mm. I have yeah. something. So I thought, yeah, of course, December, Jan, I'm always, you know, I'm always uh, in, in the adventure. tropics, yeah. yeah. But then I said, I asked him, like, why do you say Suriname? And he said, yeah, it just popped up. Mm. It's like, yeah, cool, let's do that. Like, financially, I was not in a good place. Mm. But I thought, I'm going to manifest, because I'm, you know, Mm. I'm going to pursue the (laughs) tradition of (laughs) mine. But then, I'm not vaccinated, and I thought, like, wow, how can I manage to go there without Mm. being vaccinated? And I thought of different ways, and then I thought, oh, I've got that niece who's very enthusiastic. So I video-called her for the very first time, Mm. and I told her, like, ah. I've decided to go to Suriname and she started like glowing mm. and I said, do we have family there? And she's like, yeah, two sisters of your mom live there. And I, I, I asked her, do you have, are you in contact with them? And she said, yes. Mm. And during that conversation, I got emotional cause I thought, no, I'm not going to run away. I'm actually going diving into my roots. Mm. And, um, miraculously, I, um got permission to go to Suriname without effects, without, you know, the, wow. the the papers. And it was um it was like a coincidence of all coincidence of all kinds of things <laughs> and it was it was um fixed within a day. Wow. Um, yeah, because the the guy who told the the friend who told me like like, you know, go to Suriname. He knew someone who was in Suriname and he knew he had a friend there, and that friend had a contact at the Bibus or yeah, I don't uh, know. agent travel agency. Yeah, no, not the travel Tra- agency, but oh, the uh, immigration uh, embassy. that gives the
0: embassy that yeah. the visa stamping. And
1: yeah. um, like, I was so certain, like, this is gonna work, you know. And within a day, I mean, for Dutch matters, it's, it's quick, but for Suriname matters, it's, it's like, w- <laughs> whoa, that's a wonder, you know, that's a miracle. So that that's one thing that happened. And I went seven weeks to Suriname and I met wow. a lot of family members. And another miracle is that I was, last year I thought, I want to see my dad. I want to look, look into his eyes. Like mm. not, I don't want to fight. I don't need answers. I just want to look into his eyes. Mm. And the beginning of May, I wrote down my moon intention and it was something like, the meeting with my dad is going to be successful. It's going to bring me a lot of healing and self-worth and self-acceptance and self-worth everything. And I didn't know, like, if he was living, still living, or where he lived or, uh, I mean, yeah, where he lived. Um, but I did see him. Wow. On 19th of May. And it's, like, something you cannot... Think of it not. your mind, you yeah. know? You cannot October imagine. October 2021, 20,
0: you could not even imagine that you would go to Serena, meet your father after how many years?
1: Yeah, I, I met my father in uh, Holland, by the way. Okay. But after 31 years. Wow. So things started to happen. These are two miracles, but there's more. Like um, yeah. yeah, because you asked for help. Yeah, I was like, I was so... Um, in a broken place, like I admitted to myself, like I am bonded, you know, mm. um, I, I want to live freely. Like the truth sets free, and I was ready to face my own truth. And that's also what I'm, what I do with my clients. It's mm-hmm. getting, and I use boxing for that. Um, I can tell more about it mm. later. But it's getting into the boxing ring with yourself only to do one thing, and that is. Stop the eternal fight with yourself. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
0: Wow! I I'm, I got so many goosebumps that I can't even say. But yeah, I want to, you know, know a bit more about your the seven weeks trip. And what did you find out? Even if we talk about family patterns, about what led eventually did you ask for a question that what would have led your father to do something so extreme were you asking those answers in your trip or did you have any
1: revelations around it not too many Mm. as in what i found out that um i always stayed away from the culture right what i found out is that in this culture people do not like to talk about um bad things that happened Mm. about emotions about uh, things which are uncomfortable Mm. like i'm as you as you notice i'm a very open person Mm. um and i've been raised like that, very liberating Mm. and we we speak about everything at home with my foster parents you know We, we we say everything um we are very open and my family they didn't feel like talking about it. And I was really, really surprised that they were so, you know, happy to see me finally. Mm. And um, they feel so blessed. But they didn't ask me much. Mm. And I, I've i got these sensitive... Um, uh, Radar. Radars, yeah. <laughs> I felt like I shouldn't be asking too many questions mm. because... I don't wanna. Um, I don't want them. I don't want them to feel. Um, I don't want to put them in a position they want. They don't want to be in. It
0: won't, so, anyways. Open up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I did did ask some questions, but I really felt like, what can I ask and what can I not ask? Mm. You know. Um, what I found out is that uh, how my mom and dad. Cut together Mm. Um, it was like within two weeks arrangement and my mom was in Holland Mm, so that went very quickly I found out about my dad that he like I remember that he used to drink a lot and Mm. he didn't became a fun person (laughs) let's Mm. put it that way but he also from what I heard is that he used to smoke Mm. cocaine and weed and marijuana or if Mm. that's the same I don't know but I used to smoke that, so I can imagine things don't go well in your mind when you mm. do those, those, mm, those things. Yeah, um, and my my family also told me that they don't didn't know my dad too well because they had they had seen him at the wedding, and it mm. takes up three days uh, mm. Indian wedding. Um, so they didn't know them very well, and some of my family visited mm. in Holland. Mm. My uncle, he's so funny. I met <laughs> my uncle, he's, ah. Uh, um, Cause he's also very honest and yeah. I like people who are honest. honest yeah. um, but he um, he had lived with us for four months so he could tell bits and pieces yeah. about my mom and dad. But um, And also that uncle I'm talking about. Um, I went four times in seven weeks. I went four times to his place. Oh. And he's he's uh, he he used to be like a very wealthy, richy man, like the re- bit of show off, yeah. you know. <laughs> and now he's he's very poor, and his house is almost like falling apart. And yeah. I, I just love to stay with him. And I found out that my mom, um, uh, she she had many sisters and brothers, mm-hmm. right? And her sisters and brothers had children who were older than she was. Mm-hmm. So often she went to my uncle's house mm. and she spent she has actually lived there for a few years mm. and she felt always good being around him being in his presence and mm. i had to say i experienced the same thing and i actually slept in the same room safe? feeling safe in your own families yeah room, yeah and i actually slept in the same room as my mother slept and that's oh.
0: pretty special oh, yeah oh, yeah that's, that's At, very beautiful yeah and my
1: mom she um created something in school and it's something that you put on the wall and uh, you put cups on it mm. and he said well I don't have much to give you because my family wanted to give me all the mm. time everything but that's I was like true. No. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like no I'm, I'm just really happy to be with you and to talk to you and he said well I can give you this your mom made it oh and it's also wow yeah,
0: yeah that's so beautiful that's so beautiful to you know find back the pieces
1: yes yes and also what it has brought me that it's not about me so Mm -hmm. so they like you know more about me than my family i've met in Mm. in suriname Mm -hmm. and that's okay and that was a beautiful lesson for me like it's not about me as in longing for acknowledgement Mm. longing for appreciation longing for it to be seen to be heard it's okay if it's not the case. It's mm. as long as I acknowledge myself and see Respect myself. myself. And, yeah. yeah. And because otherwise it's always external validation. Mm. And that's that's beautiful. Mm. But it's it's Never more enough. sustainable <laughs> yeah. when you can see. The, wow. t- the the total picture of who you are and that you don't need to prove anything anymore mm. yeah and then you do it out of love and not out of big the difference wounded, say, uh, big difference mm. in energy Dif- yeah. and and also people will respond to you differently mm. yeah um when you don't operate from see me see me see me <laughs> yeah <laughs> look scream. how much fun i am yeah. scream like even though you don't do it verbally, but it's in your energy. Mm. And when you're more like, it's all okay, I know I'm good. Mm. Mm. I know I've got a spot in the world. Then it's, you live a different life. Yeah. And I can feel that energy, the powerful,
0: you know, I don't know. Your, your, your last name is Durga. Which actually, in, it's an Indian Hindu goddess of power and strength. And I see that power in you.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's an, an internal, it's an inner power. Yeah. And, and, and also, um, what pops up now, I want to share the difference between moving from force mm-hmm. and power. Many years, I have, I've been acting on on force, as mm. in it cost me, mm. you know. On one side the divi- fighter, on one side the pleaser. Mm. But when it's inner power, it's authentic. It's more real. It's calm. It's there's a certainty. Mm. Um, yeah, and people feel that. Yeah. I mean, I feel the difference. So yeah, people yeah, feel yeah, it
0: too. So. Yeah. Oh wow, you're doing so much of work, and it's. Uh I don't know, just yesterday only I had my, pre- I, I had my uh, last podcast, which was about wounded masculine, and today you tell me this. And I'm just so intrigued to, you know, learn about, learn and also, you know, observe um, this, you know, no judgments about anybody, but this exists, You know, to acknowledge that um, whatever the wounds are, it can take a human to this extreme level that it can pass on, it can keep on passing the suffering form generation to generation to generation to generation. And hence, it's so important for us as this present, current, now generation to see this pattern and to cut the card with it so that we don't...
1: Uh, pass it on. Yeah, pause yeah. it on.
0: Because what you are saying is not something that happened only to you, Shanita. Mm. It has happened to so many women. Mm. It has happened to so many generations. Especially, um, I would say, the whole challenge that we have around racism, around sexism. Um, yeah. It has it has manifested even more you know with communities like us now i don't want to get into that victim mode but i really want to face the truth and take away that burden from us
1: Mm, yeah and and we are doing the work and it's inner work is hard work but we are breaking some serious family patterns because what i found out in suriname as well or like getting in touch with my family most of my nieces and my aunts, they were abused or they, Mm. you know, and, you know, years of slavery, it forms your mentality on, Mm. and your view on authority, on problems, on struggles in life. And, Mm. um, when like we are the generation, well, that's how I Mm. experience it, who are willing to face ourselves. And when you, can become the observer because thoughts or feelings, if you want to suppress, keep suppressing that, it will be bigger and bigger and bigger and it bites you back in steel, the ass. Yeah. And, so, yeah. so the goal is not to that, that it, it shouldn't be there anymore. The, the goal is to observe it's there, sit with it, mm-hmm. acknowledge it's there, embrace it, and make a decision for your own. Hmm. Um, uh, Cause when when you're like, oh no, it shouldn't be there. I shouldn't be thinking that. I shouldn't be feeling that. I shouldn't be doing that. Then you're only like fighting, 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 mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's gonna um, uh, keep you further away from the true self that you are. Right. And it's gonna, uh, it's gonna, it's it's a big internal fight, like a big battle. And you also mentioned about projection. Yeah. In that case.
0: It also manifests as projection you would see things happening around you also accordingly based on what you think and feel
1: and the vibrations that you are yes everything is projection yeah and what i mean by that is um how you react or respond to something that tells me a lot about you mm. or, or it tells how, how i respond or react to something it 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 tells a lot about me, mm. but also the choices you make. And mm. also, um, for example, when I wake up, mm. uh, I've got, I've got, um, I'm cat sitting right now. My friend is in <laughs> South Africa for three weeks. So i wait like every morning, there's this, 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 loving cat, like making my day. <laughs> um, uh, so when you wake up very happy or yeah. with a kiss from your, from your lover or whatever, yeah. You start the day differently than when you open up the curtain. You think, damn, it's raining and it's gonna be a day like that. And da, 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 that <laughs> determines your whole, you know? And things are starting to vibrate. So when someone is looking at you angry, you think, oh, I did something wrong. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> and, and when you're like in a, on a, uh, vibrating on a different level, it's like, oh, that guy, well, I, I told you, <laughs> yeah. I got cut off on the way here, on the highway. And that guy was like, <laughs> and I was like, hey. <laughs> so it doesn't affect me, yeah. you know? So you approach things differently, you process dif- things differently. And um, also, um, for example, that we are here sitting at this table five years ago, I'm going to be honest with you, I would have done it, mm. but differently because you you mm. because we're the same culture you were confront conf- I would trigger you you would trigger me because of your culture mm. there's nothing personal no no but um so I would still be here and I you know I could talk with you but internal there's <laughs> mm. like ah! <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and that ah is not there anymore no. and um, there's more openness yeah and and even if it would be here um i I'm okay with it, mm. and that's that's also um, beautiful of being a human that we've got feelings and mm. we experience things, and it's you know, if you ask me, life is not so much about what happens to you, it's all about how you process it. Mm. and mm. that then we come back to projection mm. um, right. yeah, how you deal with things um, tells me a lot about how you think about yourself.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah. Wow, wow. There's so much of knowledge,
0: wisdom, growth, um, so much power in what you're saying and sharing. And, you know, you have been in this extreme, like, I don't think so, I don't wish, I, I can't even imagine what you had been through the six-year-old you and today what you are, I think that in a way has the beauty of it, the beauty of that darkness is that it made you look into the dark and find the truth, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah, And, uh, and, and I think that's so inspiring, Shanita, to uh, be able to do that. And that's what you do in your day-to-day life as a coach, because I know that you teach boxing so
1: tell us more about that
0: part Mm -hmm. of your life
1: yeah it's um i i actually don't teach boxing but Mm. it's a tool i use Mm. and it has nothing to do with boxing Mm. so i always say um your body speaks the truth Mm. and when truth is in your personality you move differently Mm. so for example um like we know certain stuff with our head, right? Mm. But everything we experience is stored in your body. So mm-hmm. all those cells, everything we've experienced is stored in your body. So from zero to seven, those are the sens- sensitive years, actually mm-hmm. zero to four, everything you experience in those mm-hmm. years, it's, it determines how mm-hmm. you, what, on, what your view is on um, family, friends, being successful, relationships, um, the world, all those things. So the beliefs, right? Mm. And you carry that with you as you grow older. Mm. And um, with uh, the method I use, Mm. um, it's really easy to see and feel mm. what goes on in you internally. So, for example, mm. we are boxing or whatever, mm. and you look away mm. or you step back or you start punching with more power mm. or um, uh, you get blushes, mm. you know? Your your body tells you everything. Yeah. And, like, it's pure facilitation of uh, what's going on in your unconsciousness. Yeah. And... um on one hand, you get very conscious of the patterns in thinking, feeling, and doing. Mm. And you find out, okay, shit, this is what I've been doing my whole life. Mm. And this is not serving me anymore, for example, like or it's not very serving me. you're defensing a lot, then for that's example. your nature. Yeah, for example, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's on one thing what it does. And the other thing I um, let people experience a different perspective. Mm. So how you can deal with it differently. And because we are using the, uh, the body mm. that gets stored as well. Mm. So, because um, um, the most frustrating thing for my clients is when they start, they know I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And this is what I want, but I don't know how to get from A to B, right? Mm. Um, and and so, so knowing mm. doesn't mean doing and applying and um, the um, uh, how can I say that the, 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 the power of the tool, what I'm using is that it lies in your conscious, in your subconsciousness. Mm. And, um, that's what you get out of it when you start moving, because we are all talking heads, you know, Mm -hmm. but when you start moving, you drop into your body and then you really get answers and insights that's, um, powerful Mm. and, and you go down those deeper layers. And it's not only boxing what I do, but yeah, um, Mm. it's what else. Yeah, visualization. And also there's um, a training I call the spiritual detox. Mm. And that's when you like go back into your past. Mm. So with, by just talking, you don't remember that the shitty things that happened to you, which mm. had a very big imprint on you today. Mm. Um, but to see it, acknowledge it, forgive it, and let it go. Because mm. people are often talking about letting go. But you can only let go if you know exactly what you're <laughs> desperately trying to hold on to, right? That's so powerful. <laughs> Very
0: powerful statement. Yeah.
1: Wow. Um, Look into your shit first, then you can yeah. let go. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. And, and also, what's, what's um, the, the, yeah, I, I call it the cosmic joke the thing we, <laughs> we are running away from so desperately. Mm is that thing that sets you free yeah so when you die it's like oh scary you know you don't want to face yourself whatever but when you dive into it it's like wow things fall into places and you feel like so much lighter it's like okay i don't know what we did but i feel good you know? yeah. Yeah. um yeah and that's 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 a beautiful that's the thing about duality you yeah. know
0: yeah
1: it's so powerful like you step the, into darkness
0: and you see more light
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's the same with, you know, going into a mine, if you want to find gold, you need to, you know, put, uh, how do you say it? Uh, dig it. Dig it, and also, like, uh, put blo- um, yeah, blocks the- away and everything, and the more you, you get into the dirt, you get into the darkness, mm. the more gold you find, and mm-hmm. it's your gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's beautiful, that's it. Poetic, That's poetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I think you're doing a brilliant work, and that is something what is very much needed. And coming back to the first point that I told about the wounded healer, yeah. I can see that because you have healed. And I think, I, I do believe that healing is always a... Ongoing. ...forever process because we are always evolving as human yeah. beings and... Absolutely. It's beautiful that you have these aha moments in your life which are like so, uh, um, you know, you step up your growth to an exponential higher level rather than linear. Mm -hmm. And there is so much of power by giving into this, um, to your body, to the spiritual detox, what you're mentioning, Mm -hmm. to uh, looking into your wounds that's very beautiful.
1: Yeah, and only to find out that it's not that scary at all no. and that it sets you free. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, we are good in talking, but really your body tells the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no way you can hide anything. Mm. And, um, mm. yeah... Also, that I just want to quickly refer to that moment, the 1st of October last year, that I was, like, desperately on my knees on the beach. It really, when you... Like, I've always had this line with above, Mm. right? Mm. Um, And I knew, like, someone has got my back, Mm. and it's not just someone. Mm. Also, like, I've been traveling a lot, and I've done some crazy stuff, you Mm. know? Like, (laughs) I'm very intuitive. I know what's right and what's wrong, but, like being adventurous is my thing you know yeah. but i know i'm so protected mm. and when you like for me i just talk from my experience but when you involve god within your life mm. like daily on a regular basis, like mm. every moment of the day but um you will find that's like for me it's the quickest way uh to be human, like hmm. to, to find out what your way is, yeah. because we try to figure it out all by ourselves. I've tried it. So I want to talk to you all. Like <laughs> I've tried it. I've done it all. <laughs> um, but when you believe there is a greater source and you start communicating, just like the questions you've got, the question. Just, and, and the sorrows you've got, like, the, you know, just be really honest with yourself, communicate it and hmm. ask for help. Mm. it will it will be a turning point in your life Um, Wow! Wow. yeah i can recommend i can
0: recommend it and i can vouch for that because i have also done that when i had a extreme uh depression situation eight years back i also did exactly not on the sea (laughs) did not go to the sea but I, i i i i had asked for help and i did not know whether to believe in higher power or not and I just like if there is something, please help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're there, please yeah. contact me and help me because I can't take care of it. Yeah. So I, I think, and there are so many beautiful um, facts and logics around it. It's very factual. It's very practical. It's very, uh, in fact. Yesterday, I heard from my guest that spirituality is practical. That's mm-hmm. that's very practical thing yeah. to do. So yeah. Yeah, because
1: yeah. it was one of my pitfalls to just be like the spiritual la la la. la. Yeah. But like this helps me really to ground and, and the funny thing is first lesson of my all my trainings is grounding and breathing. Yeah. And there's this saying, right? You teach others what you need self the most. Yeah. That's why it's very sustainable the work <laughs> I do. Like it's a rem- reminder for me all the time to know like I'm not the only one who has trouble sometime. And those <laughs> lessons I teach others. It's it's all to remind myself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so it's like much. a two-way street. That's why it's so sustainable. Um, but it's it's very practical, yeah. And you can ask everything. You can pray for everything, like give me a wise heart, for example, mm. or open my eyes, mm. because we we often we talk about feelings as long as it feels good. And mm-hmm. when you've got a broken heart, yeah. you tell a different story than when you've got a healed heart. And um, emotions can betray you mm. so so effectively, yes. and also it twisted, it twists stories in your mind. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, so so pray for a wise heart and, and for to, to for your eyes to get open yeah. and um, things will start. And another thing, when you when you ask. Hmm. For example, what you did eight years ago, um, when you mean it... Mm-hmm. Really? When you really, really mean it, then sh- yeah. things start to change rapidly. Yeah, Like yeah. in brokenness, you can...
0: Take the leaps. Yeah, and that's a powerful statement because when you're broken there is no way (laughs) down. There's no way the power is very strong. So the way you can ask for help can be very powerful. So make use of that. Mm. Make use of that brokenness and just, you know, surrender and accept that there is help. You don't need to control everything. there from from the deepest and the darkest challenges like i can't even think of the challenges that you faced but yeah it's such a powerful journey that you made
1: yeah and it also feels like you're not alone anymore you know it's like someone has got my back and it's not just someone it's like (laughs) huge and and for us like things seem impossible but for god or for you know nothing is impossible Mm. like Mm. the things I said being unvaccinated go to Suriname Mm. that was like I I, uh, Mm. seeing my dad after 31 years I really thought I I had no clue like how could I you know arrange that or whatever but it happened and so quickly Mm. because I was so determined this is gonna happen Mm. um yeah it's it's miraculous that's that's the word yeah Yeah. Yeah. wow yeah thank you so much and maybe one thing that would be nice for your audience um about my dad Mm. that a lesson I want to share a a lesson for me what I've been doing I told you is screaming for acknowledgement right Mm. once I saw my dad he didn't show any interest in me Mm -hmm. He didn't ask me how I am or, oh, wow, how amazing you're here or whatever. He did show interest in my brother, though, like he asked about him. And for me, things fell into place as Mm -hmm. in my whole life. I've been longing for that. Mm -hmm. And again, same as in Suriname, again, it's not about... Someone else, mm. you know, the external validation. And as a child, mm. doesn't matter what your parents have or haven't mm. done. Mm. Um, you always are longing for that uh, pat on your mm. on your on your head or your shoulder, to and your to be seen by your parents. Father, yeah. yeah. So um, really, the action is being. Yeah. It's not so much about doing. Hmm. Like, done it all, done it all. <laughs> Performing, <laughs> done it all. It's all about being. Yeah. I am good enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and core And that moment made you realize, it, it just felt like, I knew it with my head. Intellectualization but just, just dropped into the body. Dropped <laughs> into, and, and my heart. Like, it, it's really like, wow. Like, I know I'm good enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, now I believe it. Yeah. Like on a heart uh hardcore level. Yeah. yeah. And that that's a big change. Wow. Yeah, wow. and that's like for for everyone who is listening if you think like ah I'm I'm stuck in um in in patterns or I don't see a way out. I don't see I just see the problems or you know. <laughs> Just know, like, doesn't matter what age you are, Mm. whatever life is throwing at you, it happens for you, not to you. Be thankful. And there is, yeah, be thankful. And there is, there is a way out when Mm. you dare to go inwards. Mm. And you don't have to do it alone. Like, Mm. you've got coaches, you've got Mm. the higher source. Mm. Yeah, Mm. Wow. Like. My heart is so full <laughs>
0: of love. <laughs> Thank you so much, Anita. I think it was a beautiful conversation. Thank you for sharing something so personal, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I wish you love and luck and more of beautiful, amazing things that you're doing. And I do need to try out the, the boxing yeah, experience. it.: Yes Yes. I want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I want to do it. Yeah. Do it.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for um, giving me the space to Mm. share my experience and share some knowledge and um, creating this beautiful, safe environment to do so. Um, I think it's beautiful, you know, what you're doing. And um, thanks. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Yay.